Hey everybody, it is Tuesday night, January 25th, 2022 And we are coming at you on the heels of a big NFL weekend We've got Royal Rumble happenings coming up And some news broke today from the Chicago Bears Follow us on Twitter, at Larcher Lawrenson If you aren't watching us on Twitch, please do so. Twitch.com slash Sports Attic. Hit the follow button over there. Hello to our Facebook Live listeners. Hello to our Twitter watchers. Everybody who's watching the show, thank you so much. Those of you listening live on Blog Talk Radio, thank you as always. And everybody else who is listening on the podcast, perhaps over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Radio might still be a thing. We're on there. Give us a holler. Right, guys. Thank you. We've got special guest Rygar in the background this evening. In the background. 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 My name's Clark Lawrence, and you can follow me at Clark in Chicago. I'm going to hand it over right now to my partner, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Well, Clark, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here with you. I just uh, came back from the airport. Um, I, I picked somebody up. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, very excited about new beginnings with okay. the Chicago Bears, as they have a uh, general manager who's uh, who's younger than us. How old is uh, is old Ryan Ryan Poles? Thirty six years old. Thirty six years old. His resume is a little bit longer than mine, and perhaps a little more um, extensive. I don't uh, know about mine. I mean, I have a lot of front office football, fair media, video game experience, and Madden. I don't understand why I didn't get a call. That's what? Ryan Poles, currently of Leewood, Kansas, in the United States of America. <clears throat> yeah, brother. Uh, George drove on out to the airport, went right in, picked him on up, said, you're my guy. Great. You know, I, I'm not – I'm not. somebody uh, – Dave Matthews, the uh, Irish poet, not the musician who dropped poop on people, he texted me and he asked the question, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, how uh, – what was the question? How uh, frustrated he should be with this pick? Uh, how disgusted he should be on a scale of one to ten? And I told him I think I think seven is appropriate. Okay. Um, you know, it's not uh, it's not the end of the world, but it feels very much like old people hiring a young guy so they can so they can remain in control. You know, like you, you, you kind of have that mentor mentee relationship when you hire a guy that young. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that my, the age is my only concern because, uh, you know, because he's younger than me, really. That's that's the only bias I have. Okay. But besides that, I mean, like I said, this job is a crapshoot. So he could be a prodigy or he could be another Ryan Pace. It feels a lot like a Ryan Pace hire, but. Well, it, that's I what I was going to ask you. A Ryan that... Pace hire because it was a fresh young guy. Or now because that failed, now I have a bias. So, so now you're feeling like you're going to make the John Fox hire again. And and all of that noise, right? Like that's kind of kind of where we are with that. Like it just feels like the same old, same old. Seven years ago, we were in the same boat. Here we are again. Yeah. Okay. Gino felt felt that way the first time. I had a priest that was younger than me. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally like you go to church, you go to pray and get some wisdom. Your whole life, the priests have been old, and suddenly, you know, some kid is over there throwing water on your head, and you're like, "Excuse me, what is this?" I'm that way with cops too, man. 
You know, like uh, when when like you get pulled over and there's like a 23 year old cop over there, you're like, "Hi, right, Junior. Like, what, what is this? What okay, are you stop me for?" <laughs> um, it, in the same vein, a little bit, I feel like you know, if this is it for Tom Brady, if he's retiring, like then all, all hope is gone. Right now, there's an elder still playing football, still playing professional right. football at a very high level. Man. Uh, jo- not, oh, go ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna panic till we hire a head coach, and it's not my guy. Then I'm gonna panic. Ah, oh, man. You know, Al- if, if it's one of the turds floating around, then I'm. I'm like, I will be very upset. So right now, if it, the guys interviewing yeah. today and tomorrow, which polls has a hand in, are Eber, Everfluss, Neberflace, not a real person. Uh, Dan Quinn and uh, Jim yeah, Caldwell interviewing and these three days. Dan Quinn, we know who he is. Are these callbacks or uh, former Falcons? Uh, Caldwell didn't. I think some of them did zooms already, but I think the rest are coming in. And polls is supposedly has a hand in the hiring this time, which is different than before. It's different than than the way it went down with Ryan Pace. You know that they pretty much said Ryan Pace, you've got to bring in John Fox because we don't trust having a young guy. This time, it to me it, it has a little bit of a different feel. Al, I'm going to be honest. I feel I'd probably put it more. Not much more than you're at, like a seven and a half to eight. Like I'm just slightly more optimistic today, and I wasn't prepared to be well, that way. Be, I've been negative. Really that's, that's a level of disgust, so you'd want to go the other direction. Probably. Oh, your level you of disgust. A, yeah, 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 you're maybe at a six and a half. No, I think I'm more like down by a five to a four then. Five or a four? You're not disgusted at all? I'm No, I'm... This I'm, guy who was bitching and crying on Twitter for the last four days wait, who, suddenly has seen Jesus. Where exactly was I bitching and crying on Twitter? Come on. I oh, you know when you were crying bitching and crying on Twitter. The You're, Bears have never done anything right. They'll never do anything right. I just didn't have a good feeling. And here's I'm a Browns fan now. Wah. I don't think that's official yet, Dino. Dino says that Dable's going to NYG. Now, while it seems likely, did that, did I miss it? Did that did that news just break? Do we have breaking news, Al? Do you got one of those breaking I, news? I, that, there's no, nothing's breaking. Nothing's broken yet. Oh, uh, Dable, Dable just, like, why would you take the Giants job? Why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Who would you rather have? Danny Dimes? Or Justin Fields, like what are what are we doing here? Come on. Yeah, I, I'd Come rather on. I'd rather have a field to grow in than a dime to buy a Swedish fish with. When when the hire was first made, I kind of dropped all hope on Brian Dable, right? But then I started get, putting it a little bit together. Just very recently, Nary, two days ago, it, not even forty eight hours ago, was there a game that concluded between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs? They they got to see Brian Dable's offense getting it done up close, right? Yeah. Like this guy from the Kansas City Chiefs, assistant, assistant. Uh, what's what do we have here? He uh, executive director of player personnel this year. He was the assistant up until this season. I don't know, man. I I still think there's a slight chance of it. Dino confirms he was talking out of his ass in that instance okay. there. Yep. Just wanted to I let you know. So, yeah, if you're not watching on Twitch, head over there, join in on the conversation and the fun. Leave a comment on Facebook if you're watching there. We get to see all of the comments for those of you watching live. Um, as always, you can give us a call at 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. Although it was never directly said, I feel like um, there was a little bit of commentary that they wanted to get a person of color um, in one of the two jobs, like it, it felt like it was something that was important to them. And 
you know, they had some controversy. It was very light controversy. I don't think it ever got blown out of proportion, but there were some questions as maybe, maybe Pace is a racist. I mean, we, we definitely had that, that talk, especially uh, uh, when he passed on Mahomes. When he took Mitch, and, passed on Watson. Yeah, yeah. When, I'm sorry. When he passed, well, Watson and Mahomes, right. But there was yeah, some alluding so to, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, George definitely made sure that they wanted to be diverse. Um, I, yeah. But he also was diverse. Every like they've casted, they they made sure to cast such a huge wide net, you know, like yeah, just like but a I, huge I, wide net everywhere. I think they didn't. I feel like they wanted to make a little bit of a statement. And I think you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a statement hiring right. uh, the dude because I mean, like I said, what what qualifies a, a GM? We don't know. So on I mean, that, he's yeah. I but think, on that, go ahead. I think I think I think it, it gives a little more hope that maybe D- Dable's the coach. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I think they wanted to make sure that we knew that they weren't just going to be, uh, you know, following the Rooney rule here, you know, like a Jerry Jones when yeah. he hired McCarthy, right? He just – a lot of these coaches, they bring in a black coach just to interview him to get it done with, right? That's why the Rooney rule has largely failed. It's 645. We started a little bit late tonight. Sorry, guys. Oh, I don't know. I I have no reason to really be a complete hater on this, you know? I mean, here's Ryan Poles. Uh, I'm on his LinkedIn right now, right? Uh, we, we have not made a connection there. We, have, we are not uh, friends or what have you on LinkedIn. But he's been with the Chiefs for uh, 12 years and nine months. Uh, since June of last year is when he, he made it to this position. He was the director. Former from, Bear. Former Chicago Bear. There you Bear. go. Yeah. He was the director of player personnel, the assistant director uh, from May of 2018 to May of 2021. Uh, the director of college scouting from uh, May of 2016 to June of 2018. And uh, the college scouting coordinator there from uh, 2010, May of 2010 to June of 2016. He's a Boston College guy. And uh, that's all I uh, that's all I got right there. And he love and he loves free rides from the airport. <laughs> hey, that wasn't LinkedIn that Punk called uh, Spiegel out for Dino. Uh, looks like somebody's been reading LinkedIn. Dino says it was it was Wikipedia. Uh, that was when he brought up the LWF when Spiegel did. Somebody hadn't cued him in, but um, man, speaking of which, well, C- CM cool. Punk and Sting just having a lot of love for each other all over the place. I don't know if you caught that lately. No, not on Twitter's. Um, right. yeah, I mean, I think it's just it, it's arbitrary at this point just to rip apart the guy. Right. Um, it's just it, I don't know enough about him, one way or another. I mean, as is often the case with these GMs, you know, I got excited with Ryan Pace because he was young and and, and vibrant and youthful and he had uh, exuberance. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I think this guy's got moxie. So uh, I'm excited for his moxie and I'm ready to see what happens. So it it could end up being basically the same thing, pretty much. When they make a shitty head coach hire, though, next week I am tearing this guy apart. (laughs) Who knows? That could break right now. I mean, you know, McCaskey picked him up at the airport. He could be picking up Dable right now, and we don't even know it. You know, like when a guy gets flown in who's a surprise entrance of the Royal Rumble, which we will be talking about later on today. You know, they fly him in. They keep him hidden in the back room. Nobody knows he's there, so there's no surprise. Maybe that's what's happening. Heck, maybe they fly him into into Milwaukee or that airport that's up in the northwest suburbs out there uh, on Milwaukee Avenue. I forget what they call that one up there. What is it? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, that's right. I once almost got arrested and put in the federal slammer for riding my bicycle on that uh, runway. Wow, are you serious? 
Yeah, those were the days, man. They had no fences. You just like I, I grew up right, right, you know, about a half mile from Pewaukee. Was it one of those things where you're a kid and you think like you're way more scared of it than like you build up that the cops were after you and they weren't really, or did you guys get a get a talking to? Did you get a talking no, to? No, no, it right? looked like Die Hard Two out there. <laughs> John yeah, Amos, is that is that who was there? And then uh, Sipowitz was uh, was in there. He's like, get these little assholes out of here! Oh, and that's it was, amazing. Uh, what was that? Yeah, what was the thing, man? Did uh, did Carl Weathers show up? Or, uh, Carl Winslow, uh, the, the cop, was he in that one too? Was he just in the first one? Yeah, I think he faxed. I think he he faxed McLean some information. I think McLean called him. You're right. The airport to get some info. It's just the callback just to get him in a scene, so he 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 can call in from anywhere he's at. Yeah. I By get- the way, uh, you posted the uh, Urkel. Uh, the Urkel thing from Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, I did. Put, that, I, that was a while back. The uh, I watched that. That, that was funny. Uh, Keenan Thompson really stole the scene with his uh, with his Carl. Yeah, he did. Um, I thought that uh, I, I like that kid too. I, what's his name? The kid who played Urkel in it. He, we we've had it. Like oh, we've worked with him a little bit. Red Michael Red. He's really starting to come into his own. Like he was a Chicago guy. We did a little bit of work with him. He likes to sing karaoke. Back in the day, yeah, yeah. The, the I didn't ti- even realize that was him. They timed that one perfect in the uh, catch. If you haven't seen it yet, don't watch it now because you're watching us. But SNL, they did a. It was a parody of the the Will Smith because uh, they uh, Peacock Network has the uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot. That's a bit more of a drama. Well, I'm thinking we, uh, I'm thinking we, and I, I think we need to do this after the show. We need to pull, we need to pull our shows from Spotify until Neil Young brings his music back. Oh, we're just going to keep the chain going. Neil Young did it because of Rogan. Yeah, yeah. We're going to so pull it because of Young. We were, no, I don't want to be on any platform that doesn't have Neil Young on it. Okay, then we'll have somebody else who will pull it because we're gone. But Neil Young needs to remember a Southern man don't need him around anyhow. There you go. Fair. Uh-oh. Did I miss you? Oh, I looked no. at the wrong screen. It has a delay on it. You're still there, right? Did I do that? I've done this before. Yeah. I've done this before. <sighs> well, I got no heat up here. I just turned the heat on. So it's a little a little chilly don't you this get, evening. Do you get some of the heat I mean, from the lower units? Well, they're in like Barbados, so uh, no. They, they they're on vacation this week. So. Barbados is that a is that just a straight up guess? Like you have a you have a guess of the somewhat region? It's warmer wherever they are. It's warmer, yeah. It's God definitely damn. like a, it's a, somewhere in South America. Today and, and tomorrow, I don't believe it's Mexico. Are, this is the week to be there. It, it's it's bone chilling cold today and tomorrow here in Chicago. Tomorrow morning. We're waking up to negative five, negative ten, uh, negative five degrees with negative twenty wind chill, something like that. Holy cow! Yeah, man, I'm not leaving the house till I have to. Um, I went, I, I, I went, and I went to, uh, I went and saw Patrick yesterday, and uh, you know, after we had, we got some really good Chinese food, uh, like like uh, next level Chinese food. I haven't had Chinese food this good ever. I wish I knew the name of the place. It, uh, it's few and far between where you find like really good. Chinese food that's not Americanized stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, I eat that. Like, I I love that. Like, you know, 
orange chicken, but where, whereabouts were you? I don't know if it was not Americanized. I don't know what that really means with Chinese food. You know, like the stuff you that know, I ordered at midnight, it's that. like just tons of sodium and, you know, sesame chicken, you know? But that's like saying American food is an American food because it's got a lot of sodium and like our shit's bad too. No, I, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just think we maybe we, we had a little more. I don't know. City walk. What is it? It was. It was the big shitty walk. Were you at City Walk? No. It was, I can't. I don't. I don't remember the name of the place. I'm just guessing at this point. So, but it was good. It was like gourmet. You know what I mean? Like the you bit in the egg roll and you tasted fish and fresh shrimp and you know everything was excellent. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Chinese food. I haven't had it in a long time, so it was good. But I was gonna go grocery shopping afterwards because I knew the cold was coming. And uh, by the time I left, it was a little too late, so I ended up going to uh, wa- uh, what do you call that place? It's not every car in there. Walgreens. Sure. Walgreens. 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 Could be a CVS. Yeah, I went went into Walgreens and I got like uh, food from their, you know, and some cereal. So it's gonna be horrible tonight. Chinatown's where you got to go to really find some good Chinese food, right? Yeah. Well, Dan Quinn broke the NCAA Division Three record for hammer throw. Is that a real thing? You know what the is hammer throw? Man, I, is it what I think it is? Is it throwing a hammer, or is that some kind of like javelin toss? Is it some kind of track and field? I think thing? it's a ball. Isn't that? Isn't it a ball? Or is that the shot put? That's probably the shot put. It could be. I think you spin like with the hammer throw. You do a little spin and Rooney, and you throw it. That's a okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, it's that heavy thing. Oh, the heavy it? thing on the chain. It's the one on the chain, the spin on the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Very Hercules-like. Is that the most barbaric, like, ancient sport we still hold on to? How far you can throw something? Maybe. I mean, I can't think of, an, of another sport that way. I mean, wrestling, I guess, like uh, like actual wrestling is probably pretty old. Like, I, I imagine the cavemen would book matches back in the day. Uh, but I imagine, like, one of the first games ever was throwing things. Like, you know, how far do you throw a log? Running, long jump, shot put, javelin, boxing, pancreation? Korean events were some of the very first Olympic sports. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell pancreation is. Like, I have no idea what that is. Well, it's, it's, you find it on FetLife, Clark. You, Similar you, you to want to stay away from that. MMA? Uh-huh. It became an Olympic sport with the addition of wrestling in 708 B.C. Now they got video games in the Olympics. These I'm are... practically an Olympian at this point. Okay. Yeah. Primitive form of martial art combining wrestling and boxing and was considered to be one of the toughest sports. Greeks believed that it was founded by Theseus when he defeated the fierce Minotaur in a labyrinth. Pancration. Pancration? Pancration. I don't know. <laughs> Uh-oh. Somebody says you know FetLife. Time to hide, Hawker. What's FetLife? <laughs> I don't know, Clark. What is it? It's, it's, Are we um, not supposed to talk about it? Is it one of those things that nobody talks about it? I don't know what it is. I read it in a magazine, I believe. Okay. Or maybe I haven't favored. I don't know. It's one of the two. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You 
decathlon for Atari was great. Yeah, it was. I mean, some of those early Olympic games. Remember the pad, man? You'd pull the pad out and you'd be running in place, and it didn't really work, and the controller was a thousand times better. Those were the days, man. Early, the the uh, origins of the video games. The Power Glove. The Nintendo Nobody had Power, power Glove. It was supposed power. to be badass. <laughs> I bet Fred Savage had one. Yeah, Fred Savage, uh, Wendell Adams, and that's uh, anybody I knew with the Power Glove. Wendell Adams had it, huh? Did you ever try oh, it? I tried the Power Glove. It sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a failure. The only thing that Nintendo had that worked was Duck Hunter and the, the gun. Yeah. They, I wish they would have done more with the gun. They phased the gun out way too quick in video games. Sure, you would have thought... Shooting games. I mean, are there still shooting? There's still got to be the Buck Hunter still a thing out 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 in the suburban bars, I would gather. I, yeah, I played that somewhere five five years ago. The home stuff, it's still you know, it's still about the, the, the controls, man. It's still oh. the hand. You're not yeah. shooting anything. Just... I, maybe that's some kind of cost thing or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're not using the real gun while you're playing those games, right? Or you know what I mean? You're not using a gun like a, a video game controlled gun. I just I imagine the control is just more efficient with everything. Sure, which is why it's not sure. used. Because man, those kids are serious. I don't do those. The last game I played that you ran around and shot things was I think Destiny, Destiny Two. One what, of them. What is it that turns you off from that game? Because I know that's the pot. Like that's those games are huge. Um, I'm more of a thinker. Like I like slow. I play like turn based tactical. So I like I like uh, I like chess more than I like tag. Yep. And those games are basically tag. You know, you guys run around, you memorize. You have to like memorize patterns, and then you just run around the patterns and, and you kill people. These kids are so damn good at it. Like when I go out there, uh, I, I turn the game on, I hit start, and then someone shoots me in the head, and the game's over. Like that. You know, it's like I have no chance. So, I mean, I can't even play Madden anymore. The kids are, you know, they, they just, uh, they find little glitches in the game and they exploit them where I just want to play football. So, I mean, I just, I play old man mode, which is the GM mode, which they're trying to phase out. And it's a whole war, you know, poor Madden, he, his name is attached to this inferior product right now. If they really want to honor him, they need to fix that damn game. Well, the younger... The younger folks must not be playing it. Is that what we're doing here? No, what the hell with the younger folks? These kids today, they want to play video games where they get charged money. That's what they like. They like going into a game and then buying tokens. Well, are they, are they getting out a lot less than we did? Like, they're not going out to the movie theater probably anymore. They're not going to the arcade to play. You used to spend money at the arcade. To play you games. Like, spend money. You, you, maybe once a week you'd go to the arcade, but you'd go and rent a game and play it as long as you want. Ugh. Yeah, the mute on Madden is brutal. I've tried. What's like, the I've mute? Tried to build a team. Can you explain what the mute is on Madden, please? It's like, I don't even know what it stands for. It's the kid mode. It's, it's where the kids play. And, like, you get your team, you get a base team, and then you get, you get like, playing cards, Clark. You get, like, a pack of cards. And you open the cards up, and then the players you get in that card become the players on your team, and you develop them. But you don't really develop them because you got it, like, you got to get like six Brian Erlackers at level 65. You trade them in. Now you got a 75 Brian Erlacher. Now you need to get six more of those to trade it in to get the gold Erlacher. 
to get the uh, trade that in to get the Butkus. Affectionately known as Mutz to its players, it puts together some of the most fun and addictive features of video gaming and football. Madden Bullshit. Ultimate Team puts together the fun and addictive features of video gaming and football. You disagree. Neither it fun nor... If you want to get a good game, Clark, you know what you got to do? What? You got to put in 20, 30, hour, 30 hours a, a, a week to develop your team, or you got to buy $100 playing cards. Yeah. Well, one, you're busy developing, uh-huh. you're busy developing uh, daily fantasy lineups with that time. Right and and two, Took, uh, is that what led to like NBA Top Shot or or are they all just kind of the same type of type of thing? No, NBA Top Shot's a whole different thing with the cryptocurrency like and uh, NFTs chains, and shit. Blockchains. Uh, I think the future of football gaming could end up being tied to blockchains and uh, you know being able to get specific players at specific numbers and such. Um, I think that may be where they end up True. going. Like, use your, your cryptos in the game. Um, that wouldn't shock me if that is the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, God, I hope it's not, man. Just fix the damn franchise mode. Franchise mode, Clark, you just play with yourself. You know, you're very familiar with this. I've done you it. Just, uh, you just you turn the game on, and you play other teams, and the season ends, you fire your coach, you bring in a new coach, and you, you get the new players, you get a little free agency, you develop players. Like, I'm trying to develop Justin Fields. I can't develop a quarterback. I'm terrible. I'm okay. Marty Schottenheimer. I run the damn ball. That's all I know how to do because I'm a Bears fan. I have the best defense in the league always, but I, I don't know how to throw a ball. So I'm not, I'm not hiring you to develop my quarterback. So you're not the head no, coach that Ryan Pohl should be hiring here. Oh, no. They should hire me as the GM, but definitely not coach. I, I couldn't do it. Can I throw something at you completely hypothetical? Yeah. Or you well no, I want to know your thoughts. Would you ever want to work overnight sports radio? Yeah. Yeah, I mean my dream job, all I ever wanted when I was a kid was to be uh to do do overnights at WLS. Wow. The big 89. Overnights. You want the midnight to 5 a.m. I said the only shift I ever wanted. I ended up I got stuck doing mornings. I fell in love with afternoons. Love afternoons. I mean, that's the best shift. I mean, um, what time are you coming in for an afternoon shift? One o'clock at the earliest, and then and well, then you you're, gotta, you're you leaving gotta, by six. You know, in a small town like I was, I was the program director too, so I had to, you know, I had the music director, I had the program. So I mean, I was in there about, I don't know, one, two. You I'm know, just, I'm just saying, I don't know. I want to throw you in as the dark horse uh, for a, a local position that could be open. I don't know. I'd love you to work. Overnight somewhere. I thought that you, yeah, you're a late night. You're a late night type of fella. It's true. I, I don't go to bed till about seven, eight in the morning. I've also thought that we could do a, a two day a week show from five to seven a.m. as well, because I'd be getting up, you'd be ending your night. But I don't know how that energy works. It might not even might not even flow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be down. I'd be really like, I'd probably be a little stoned. You know, but I'm a little stoned here, so who knows? Fair. Yeah, I mean, how would that be any different from, from the regular shows? Yeah, that's true. Yep. Uh, coast. So I finished, coast. almost finished in the top 500 in DraftKings this week in the Billy Baker. No kidding. Shit, I just forgot something that uh, I need to tell you. Uh-oh. We can discuss Parasite next week. Next week. Okay. Really? I will have watched it 
by the time we do this show again next week. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Al informed me that he, that the night, Tuesday night after our show, you binged Squid Games. Am I right? Start to finish. Tuesday night last week, I got off the show, and I needed to do some creative writing. I'm in a creative writing competition, and I had had to write something. And uh, I I figured, well, I finished the show. I'll have the laptop in my lap. I'll just get started on the writing. And the damn cat came, and she snuggled into me. And she wouldn't let me write, so I put the thing down. I'm like, all right, I'll watch an hour of TV, let the cat have some uh, some daddy time, and then uh, I'll, I'll get to my writing. And next thing you know, it was like five in the morning, and Squid Games was over. Um, uh, can you give me your thoughts on it yet, or do we have to wait? No. We've no. got to wait. I I will not I will not discuss the Squid Games with you until you get your part of the draft. Uh, of the deal done. And I need and to watch, watch Parasite. Parasite. That That's the deal that we've had. Yeah, You get to watch like an hour and a half movie. I had to watch 40 hours of, uh, uh, of violence. Well, not only that on the show that night, I believe because you called me out on it. I mentioned that, uh, that you had six hours of watching for squid games. Yeah. And it ended up being what? Nine hours. And that's how I ended up finishing it because I was like four episodes in. I go, well, the hell there's only six. I might as well stick with this because who knows when I go back to it. Yep. So six episodes are done. And then I'm like, what the fuck? There's more. Sorry. But at that point, I was already like, you know, I'm not honestly going to do anything. What else. did just happen at the end of the sixth episode? No spoilers. Yeah. Well, I guess we can't talk about that yet. Yeah. All right. Okay. So how was your DraftKings weekend this last weekend? I mean, because it was a hell of a real football weekend. Fantasy football weekend, it might it might have been pretty good as well. Yeah, I took um, I think five hundred and twenty second in the Millie Maker. Oh no shit! So I almost had a top five hundred finish. I was like twenty two spots off. Um, I made money. Was that a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, it's finally a profitable week for me because everything kind of turned out well. Um, by my recents there, I had a uh, I had a Josh Allen team go off. Um, yeah, no, it, it paid out 150. I took 537. Um, it paid out 150 dollars and a 20 dollar ticket. Uh, it was Josh Allen for 40 points. I put up 228 points, uh, which is okay. It's this team right here. Yeah, I, I put a Josh Allen for 40, mm-hmm. um, Fournette for 31, McKinnon for 12, Julio Jones for 12. Stephon Diggs cost me, uh, you know, thousands of dollars with his uh, five points. Gabriel Davis for 55, uh, Tyreek Hill for 23, uh, Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey for 23, uh, Tra- Tyreek Hill for 34, and Tennessee for 12. So, um, yeah, I stacked I stacked uh, Josh Allen with Diggs and Gabriel Davis. I ran it back with uh, McKinnon, uh, Kelsey, and Hill. And then uh, I filled in the rest with Julio Jones, Fournette, and uh, the Tennessee defense. So, uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, it, that, that game popped, yeah. and, uh, you know, I avoided any Cincinnati players, so I, it was the one game where, you know, it looked bad going out of the first game because it had zero points, but it came on strong late. See you, Wilson. Good luck with that lease. Um, yeah. Good luck, buddy. Man, that game, uh, Sunday night, it just blew up. I had Allen hit on something, but you know who I played with him there? Uh, Diggs. Yeah. Well, you had to double stack regardless. I went cold on Davis. And I, 
man. Yeah, 55 he points. He hit. He was, the, he was the obvious play on the week because his ownership was projected. Uh, he was the only guy, you know, when you only have four games, obviously your ownership skyrockets. Right. And there were, there were only a handful of guys under uh, 10% ownership. And, uh, you know, it was like Tyler Boyd, which you knew the pass rush was going to get into Cincinnati. And uh, Tyler Boyd is, is the ADOT guy, so he's a deep threat. And uh, uh, they're just it, – it didn't feel like it was a Tyler Boyd week. It felt more like the passes were going to go to the per, uh, to the perimeter as opposed to the uh, interior. So um, that was an easy fade. Ayak kind of had the same feeling to him. Justin Jefferson I thought was a decent play. Um, he was at 8% ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikel Hardman was at 6% ownership. But you knew Hardman really wasn't like – those KC third, fourth, uh, options generally don't go off. Julio Jones, I thought was a good play. 4,700, 6% ownership. Uh, that didn't really pan out. Uh, Tyler Johnson with Tampa Bay, you know, who are they going to throw to? Uh, 6% ownership. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, you get down to Cole Beasley, who you know is a turd. He, he hasn't been coming on strong lately. So, I mean, the guy who stands out there at 10% ownership was Gabriel Davis. And, uh, you knew he had a real ceiling and, yeah, so I was, was easy to still making stuff. money at halftime of that game, and then uh, everything went up in smoke, and I think I lost all uh, fifty dollars I had in on the week. All of yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. What a game, man! All the games. All, of all them. like stellar games. Cincinnati, you know, with, with the upset of Tennessee there. Man, he really does. The, Joe Burrow really does look like uh, Kevin McAllister. I went back and watched Uncle Buck this weekend, and uh, you know you got to like once a year watch Uncle Buck. Okay, it, it, it should be law. Okay, um, I don't. I don't know what you know the Congress is doing, wasting time with with BS when they they could like mandate that every year you know uh, we get like a, a loop of Uncle Buck for twenty four hours on every network, so everyone watches it. We get that day off of work. Recently, the the question was, what was the fictional death on Twitter that that hit you the hardest? And mine was uh, Macaulay Culkin in the role of Thomas J. in the movie My Girl. There is a 12-year-old kid, watched it in the theater next to my good friend Greg. And uh, I tried my best not to cry when the bees were just too many bees and got the best of them. And that was it. So there's my... You've got Culkin. emotional problems, man. You mean beyond pacifism? He's fragile. He's very fragile. Huh? I, I did not know, know that. No. Leonard chimes in from uh, Facebook over there. The real question is, how far are the Bears going to go next season? Whew. Hawker, thank you. You also agree uh, on that death. Thank you. It, it was a rough one. So. I was going to make fun of you and Greg for going to see my girl in the theater, but I mean, Parker did too. Then I, I got to let it slide. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm outnumbered at this point. I can't answer the uh, Bears question because we don't have a head coach. So, like, I don't even want to begin speculating at this point. <clears throat> but honestly, probably, uh, you know, we'll break even. I, I've heard this fella is good with the, with the salary cap. I've seen that a little bit. That kind of gives me optimism there that maybe we can work some magic coming up. But man, there's just a lot of a lot needs to be done for the season besides filling the head coach role, right? 
Oh yeah. Besides the, uh, besides all of it, Dino didn't see it in the theater. Dino saw it in the. Um, Dino saw it uh, on, from Blockbuster. So is that all right? Yeah, that's acceptable. All right, just checking. Oh just yeah, the horse check. and the never-ending story. Never-ending story was a great, great movie. I even like the soundtrack. You know, uh, it was a uh, Brandy Carlisle. Okay. Uh, can't even remember the song, but uh, it's a good but one. Never-ending story, man. What a great never-ending story. The sequel, like The Never-Ending Story 2. I don't know if I watched that. Mine, was, uh, mine of course, was when Bobby Simone uh, died on NYPD Blue. Oh, very, yeah. Very, very tragic moment. That's right. <laughs> you know, he, uh, he got the COVID, and uh, that was it. Um, the artists on that soundtrack are Klaus Daldinger and Giordo Moroder. Yeah, Giordo was um, like one of the greats of, uh, I believe, like electronic music. Makes sense. Like, yep. uh, yeah. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on that, but I, I feel like uh, Giorgio, I, I think his name is, uh, uh, yeah, like I, I think he's like a, like a stellar in like that 80s kind of like a electronic sound. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure Brandy Carlisle was in the main song. On that. All right, that makes sense. <coughs> there are three sequels story. to the Neverending Story, and Jack Black is in the fourth. That's what we have there. There's a fourth one. <sighs> Jeez, that story really never ends. It was named appropriately. Oh, Marauder was uh, big with Bowie for a bit. All right, that makes sense, Mikey. Thank you. Um. Here, Dino brings up Grayson Allen. Al, did you see what this little prick did? Was that the guy who slammed the other guy down? Yeah. Yeah. Just with the young... Yeah, it, it, it didn't look that bad. You mean how he turned after he already fouled him while he's up in the air sideways, about six feet in the air, and you just fucking swipe him down? Yeah, it's not just that. No, it's his history as well. That's all he's been doing. He's tripping guys his whole career when he was over there at Duke, tripping guys. I'll tell you what. Al, not that bad. That's bullshit. He tried to he tried to end his career. He's lucky he's only out six to eight weeks. How was that Rodman guy? Was he was he? Huh? How was Dennis Rodman? Wasn't he a little rough? Rodman was playing hardball. It and it had talent. Uh, the great Allen doesn't uh, even have the half the talent that Rodman has. And this I think is you don't like him because his name is Grayson. This is well, that's a lot of it. Grayson. Uh, this, uh that's a lot of it. But um and that Milwaukee just made a heel turn right there, Al. Milwaukee and their heel turn happened. That's it. Uh, Clark, what made Milwaukee famous made a fool out of me. All right, what's that? What made Milwaukee famous made a fool out of me. Okay. Um, Grayson is a total Lakeview name. Total Lakeview name. Speaking of Grayson, Lake- honey, Grayson, honey, do you, do you want your sugar-free pop? Speaking of great of Lakeview names, uh, I lived in Lakeview for about a decade, and then I was already there, Clark. And then uh, the Chicago Cubs came up with a new mascot. Guess what? You know what they named him? Thank you. That was Clark. very kind. There wasn't enough room for the two of us in that neighborhood, so I had to go. And that's why I left <laughs> uh, in late 2015. 
Dude, Dick Grayson, man. You remember when he became Nightwing? I do remember Dick Grayson. Yeah. I had, I had every comic of that. It's the only comic I ever read. I read three comics in my life, Clark. Cracked Magazine, Mad Magazine, and uh, Nightwing. So, in pro wrestling, a lot of times, you know, just because the person that, that gets the win in the match, if things are written correctly and, and, and it's played correctly and it's, you know, performed correctly and the, and the matches have much emotion in them and the psychology that you talk about, just because the guy loses that match for the heavyweight <laughs> title doesn't mean that he doesn't get over. Right, Al? Like, you could still get over in a loss. Correct, yeah. Do you think that that's a little bit like Josh Allen Sunday night? Mm-hmm. That's a, you know Brian what, Clark? Dable? I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were just rambling. I thought you were taking a book mm-hmm. out of my page book. Yep. Just rambling, going nowhere. But uh, yes, that, that's an excellent analogy. Absolutely. Wait a minute. Rewind. Josh Allen got over by losing in that. Yeah. Right. Did he not? Yeah. Yeah. He became he became a star. I mean, he would have became a bigger star. Oof. Had he had he won the uh, the Super Bowl in that he still became like more of a national uh, president. Al, did you see the the Travis Kelsey thing from uh, oh, what from that uh, huh? What did he do now? Well, just from that um, from that last uh, that that game tying drive. And let's see if we can if we can uh, make this here happen. Somehow get in field goal range. Hey, Tim. Tim. They might, they might man you up. They, I'm saying go outside and come back in like you're running a, a route outside. That way when you come back in, I can get in the way. Ooh, a little pick Hey, hey. They're playing like that. That team is open. Eight seconds left, down three. Watching that game, I just, you know, I watched that game with a, with a neighbor of mine who's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan and lives a block down. And yeah. I just kept thinking, when was the last time I had this kind of a feeling about a fucking, my, my pro football team? And I, yeah. and you should have seen his highs and lows during that game, Al. Uh, when Buffalo scored the touchdown to go ahead with 13 left or whatever it was. Uh, he was actually fe- feeding his one-year-old kid with a bottle, so he was very subdued. But I mean, I swear I saw a tear. It was it was amazing to watch his highs and lows. It was absolutely hey, amazing. Since since you know you since you're so dis, uh, disillusioned by the Bears, is there any way we could get you to leave the fandom? What? Just completely like you you're. You know, you want to be a Browns guy. Why do you want why so, what why do you want me gone? B- 
Because the Browns were supposed to go to the Super Bowl this year, and as soon as you switched your alliance to the Browns, even as a part-time fan, they completely tanked. <sighs> they did. Tank. So I was thinking You're about right. this. I You're was right. I was sitting around and going to the bathroom the other day. I'm like, you know, Clark became a Browns fan, and they were supposed to do really good this year. They were even talking about for the Super Bowl. And as soon as he offered just a little bit of support to the Browns, they completely fell off the face of the earth. So I wonder. And then when you took some of the you mean Bears fandom you mean, and you, gave it to the Browns, the Bears got a little better. Do you mean this? So, like, <clears throat> come on. I, maybe. Right, after, right after you said you were going to be a Browns guy, the Bears got Justin Fields. I would, so just oh, a little true. bit of your negativity went to the Browns. They completely tanked. We got Justin Fields. I'm asking you, Clark, is there any way we could get you just to move fully off the Bears? Not, Take that flag down in the background. You can put some Cubs crap up. I'll tell you what, partner. We can have we can have this discussion. We can absolutely have this discussion. But uh, the people want what made me so happy, Al. Saturday night football. Jimmy Garoppolo growing up in the suburbs of Chicago. And Robbie Gold, former Bears kicker, right after they beat the fucking Packers, Al. That's how I know my Bears fandom is still strong. And I'm willing to discuss, and we can hold a vote with people. If people want to vote me out of the fandom, but man, Al, I was still gloating, like, into Monday almost. Like, today things are changed. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know... Uh, Ryan Ryan Poles, Pace, Ryan Poles. But that game felt so good. And I like to think of myself as like, in my older age, like not a meatball big fan. But it felt so fucking good to watch Robbie Gold sink that kick. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you are. So I was working. Like, I was at work, so I was watching the game on the big screen. You, you know. play We Are the Champions. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the game ends, and right after the game – there's a song on Spotify I highly recommend it. It's called Fuck the Packers. And I had no idea any of this happened. And I played that song, and the chorus is just like, Fuck the Packers, fuck the Packers. And the bar, like, half the bar wanted to fight me, and the other half of the bar was like singing along. It was great. Wonderful moment. I, one Sunday night, was, uh, was running the karaoke the stage was in the in the other part of town on the other side, and John was running karaoke that night. And the Giants in an afternoon game had just eliminated the Green Bay Packers. And you know, there's Will's Northwoods down the road there that was a Packers bar. Well, about 20 Packers fans came in just after the New York Giants had eliminated them, and he played. He sang. Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. My God. If you, I mean, you talk about heels giving it to a crowd. It was amazing. And then me, the bartender, I played the, oh, I can't believe he's doing this card. Even though I gave him the idea earlier in the day that we should do that. Really? So you tried to cover your ass. I made out well. Well, I told him I wanted to sing it. I'm like, now I want to sing. I go, I go, I want to sing New York, New York tonight. But then he took it. And started singing it himself, so then I'm going to play that role. Oh, we like you, but we have to leave soon because of him. And then they bought a couple more shots. It was great. 
Uh, let's see. Dr. Derpy over here says, uh, if it was between the Bears and the Bulls, I would pick the Bears because they have Dicka. Oh, it's just a joke. Good evening, fellas. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Derpy? Welcome to the show. I hope you're having a good night. Wait, Al and Mike, what do you have going on? As far as songwriting goes and uh, and songs, it's that's not, practically crouchy, man. It's not really there. No, it's not. It's not really there. There's really what? not. Yeah, there's not uh, too much substance to it. But Bob it might, Dylan, nine, 1998 plus, would have loved to have written a song that good. I'm just saying it's not. You know, but it might be one of my top ten favorite songs, and I just heard it for the first time. I mean, there's lyrics, you know, I mean, there's lyrics to it. I'm afraid to play the whole thing because we might get taken off the, uh, the stream. Oh, that's true. They, they're probably going to pause it. We, we might get but hit you know somewhere. We, I might find these guys on Twitter and see if we can get them on the show. Lurch, Lurch Marley, Lurch Marley with the song. Oh, all right. Try to hit them up and see what happens. Give it a shot. The Tampa Bay game got exciting and everything. Tampa Bay with their Los Angeles Ram that seemed like it was out of out of, out of hand, and then uh, they made that one fun. Yeah. Sunday afternoon. Man, it was uh, it was a doozy. You know, you think they're done, you go, all right, well, they're not coming back. And then you have Tom Brady, and the man works miracles. Yeah. I mean, he's practically Moses. So he goes ahead, and he, he, like, he, he spreads the Red Seas, and he marches his team down, and they get right there. And it's like, wow, they're going to do it. And then L.A. stays uh, uh, vigilant. And, you know, last second field goal, boom. Like, that was a great game. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, I was a little surprised by uh, Tennessee. But uh, Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's just playing strong like they have. Yeah. I mean, I said from day one, Cincinnati's a pretender in the playoffs here. Like, they're not. Wait, they're, they're, I mean, there was a part of me where I said. Cincinnati thinking, oh, or Tennessee? Wow. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee had the number one seed, and it was like, who are the Tennessee Titans? Like, do they run? Yeah, they run, but they didn't have Henry, but now they got Henry back. But they haven't shown us they could pass. Or, or, or It's just, they didn't feel real. I mean, they had great defense, and Cincinnati had zero offensive line. So the, the narrative going in from fantasy football was make sure you paid uh, the Cincinnati Bengals this week huh. because – there's no way that Burroughs going to be able to get it done with the pass rush, which which was true. At the end of the day, that was actually what happened. Right. And somehow, despite, what, seven, nine sacks, something mm-hmm. like that, they, they managed to pull it off because Tennessee just isn't that good at the end of the day, even with that defensive line. So, man, I don't know what uh, wow. Cincinnati can do against uh, I heard, uh, Kansas City. I heard it today that the over-under keeps growing, and I'm just looking now. DraftKings uh, Sportsbook, not not the Daily Fantasy, 
right. DraftKings Sportsbook says, uh, yeah, Two-Tone brings up that, uh, that all the games were won on the last possession. And yeah. uh, until Kansas City won their game, the road team had won every game leading up to that. But, yeah, this, uh, the over-under for the Bengals at Chiefs keeps growing. It's at 54 and a half. The other, the other game of the weekend, Al, is at 46 right now. Wow. And, and right now the Bengals are a plus seven. And the 49ers are a plus three and a half. So, Clark, uh, fantasy football, tournament play, who are you building your team around? Which, which, which of the two teams? Which of the two games? Well, I mean, I'm building around the uh, the AFC game, the, the Bengals right. and Chiefs. I, I just, no, no, bad answer, Clark. Come on. No, you want to build it around that because the over-under is a lot higher, right? You want to build on what could happen, not what, what oh, everyone thinks is going to happen. In cash, I want to build on that. If yes, I'm playing in big go. tournaments and stuff with, with a lot of players, you want to go against the grade. Oh, you want to do contrarian right. thinking, right, Al? So I want right. to bet maybe, maybe, I mean, Cooper Cup, count on him, right? Like he's a guy you can count on. That offense, that steams up. There's a lot of good players. On Running both back with Debo maybe? Uh, well, how's yeah. Jalen Ramsey feeling these days? Is he going to be all over him? What's going on here? Maybe this That's is what the we AOC. Talk about. Last week, AOC had a bad week, right? He gets shut down. So now okay. everybody's going to want to avoid him. So his ownership is going to go down on a game that's already going to be half his own, a less, more than half. It's probably going to come in about 30% ownership versus 70% of the field on the other game. <clears throat> and you have potential for offense. Is Jimmy going to make it through the whole game? I mean, that line. Like, I'm not playing Elijah Mitchell, right? Well, then I think it's clear, like, if you're worried about that, one – if I was building three teams in a mass tournament, I would probably have a Trey Lance staff just as insurance. Be that guy, you know, that uh, Jimmy gets his thumb hurt on the first play of the game, goes down, and Trey Lance comes in and, you know, wins you a million dollars. But, um, yeah, because of the concern of Garoppolo, I'm probably going to build around uh, Matt Stafford and then run back with uh, the 49ers offensive players that I think are going to hit. And you're going to probably have to go contrarian. Cup is probably too expensive. Sure. Um, and you it, still may want to make, try to make that work. What about OBJ or uh, or Higby then? Um, yeah. Jefferson, play him a little well, bit? If you feel like the, the L.A. Rams could take out uh, Cooper Cup, if they could double him, if they could shut him down, suddenly Odell Beckham is becoming a legit option. And uh, ban Jefferson. I mean, if he's playing, hasn't OBJ kind of proven that my my Browns that my Browns weren't treating him right? Isn't that what yeah, he's, he's done? I think he's looked. I think he's looked good the latter half of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely fantasy viable. Um, you know, his his highest game this year wasn't all that impressive. I mean, it was 19 points against the Arizona Cardinals, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I think he does have big game potential. He's got two touchdown potential. And then, you know, you got Van, Van Jefferson. So, yeah. yeah. And then everyone sleeps on Higby. Higby's been pretty damn consistent at tight end in uh, fantasy these How's, last couple weeks. How are the Rams against the tight end? Is this a Kittle week? Because that, that's kind of been hit or miss in the fantasies, right? Well, the problem with the San Francisco 49ers right now is their, their, their tackles are banged up, right? I don't even think their left tackle is playing right now. Okay. I'm not 100% sure if he okay. is this week. 
So in order to to uh, negate the the pressure, you have to put Kittle in as a blocking tight end. You have to keep him in the block. <laughs> so he's not getting the routes. He's not the, he's not the offensive player they're looking to go to. Okay. So at his price point, you can't really justify spending the money on Kittle. Yes, Kittle could beat you. Kittle could be the number one tight end on the week. Very possible. Um, but you know, I'd rather I'd rather bet on Kelsey than Kittle. So. But I probably don't have the money to get to Kelsey or Kittle in my build uh, because, you know, I'm interested to see what the pricing is, actually, because it's only four games. They might actually adjust the pricing adequately. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun week. It's uh, it's chilly cookoff weekend, Al. It is, man. It is. When, former champion. When are we making our return? Well, I mean, I think it's too late for uh, this weekend, right? So, yeah, I, I think it's got to be. <laughs> uh, I mean, you and I have plans in two weeks on a Saturday. Yeah, right. We're going to be down Let's in Cicero. We officially bought our tickets to see Warrior Wrestling at the Cicero Stadium. Uh, Gringo Loco is not officially on that card yet, but he, he told me oh, he to is. keep my eyes peeled for him. He is. Is he on the card? Yeah, they've announced a four-way match. It's going to be fantastic. It's probably going to steal okay. the show. I was I was chatting with him here a week or so ago. Um, I'm going to hit him up and see if he wants to join our show Tuesday night, and then uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about that. I'd like to talk. He just did that GCW show at the Hammerstein. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I saw a lot of uh, a lot of people who really liked him. I, uh, he's fantastic. I'm telling you, he's great. I heard uh, I heard a review on uh, I think the Torch. <laughs> one of the one of the guys felt like uh, that was the match of the night was his. So I saw a couple of spots. He was awesome. You were saying? Yeah. So I mean, he stole the Warrior show once, like definitely. Um, by the way, the Rams are very good against the tight end position. Are they? All right. Good. So yeah, Higby might be the one. Yeah. Very weak against the wide receiver position. Okay. Every other week, it's funny. So, one week it was uh, against the Cardinals. They allowed 46 points to the wide receiver position. The next week, 14 points. The mm. next week, 47 points. The next week, 21 points. The what? next week, 78 points. The next week, 21 points. Last week, 41 points. Last week Every they allowed week. 41? Yeah. In that game where the, where the Packers didn't really score? Oh, no, you're right. I'm looking at last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at the week before? Yeah. So so then if they held the Packers to nothing, then the game This the, week the we're going to blow up, right? Continued. This week they blow up. That's great. Yeah. I wish I could yeah. run um, a poll. I, I can't do polls in the old Twitch, and I've been working on that. We'll, we'll, you can't we'll on Twitter. That. Huh? Oh, no. I did, I did on Twitter, and I was going to ask. I was going to. I was going to bring that up, Al. I uh, I asked. We have a few votes. I asked folks about Ryan Poles as the new general manager of the Chicago Bears. What are your thoughts? And I went emojis on this. I went with the thumbs up, the thumbs down, the strong, and then just the the, the finger, right? And uh, coming in dead last, nobody said thumbs down. Nobody. Nobody. How many votes total? You got four? Tw- 28. 
28, okay, that's a sample size. 28 votes total for this one. Hang on a second here. Mm -hmm. 28 votes total. Zero zero thumbs down. Zero thumbs down. Zero thumbs down, and here you go. You can take a look. Uh, 3.6% with the finger. 25% feel strong about it. And 71.4 thumbs up. So that's a 96% approval rating. Do you think, yeah, wow. Do you think that Bears fandom has just been in such a blah down mode that anything right now is better than better than what's been going on in the last couple of weeks, the last year? No. I think it's a I think it's a pick where like there's just not enough information to be upset about it. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's it it fits it checks a lot of boxes what the world's looking for. Yep, and. It, it 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 feels right, and you know the, there's a good experience, and it's not a dust ball. It's not like some old guy. Like if this was a guy we, we knew was a shithead, like if it was like the guy who used to run the Lions or something, then we'd be like insanely upset and, and being able to yell about it. But I don't even know if that pick existed. Was there any GM you were like, I, I, oh, that guy's horrible? I didn't know any GM to be, think that was was bad. No, you know, I, no, I, no GMs. I was, cause I, yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to other teams GMs. Like I'm, I'm not a, a GM expert, but I, I did want them to go young with either with, with the head coach and or the GM. I, I don't know. I am cause I, I would be underwhelmed right now with Caldwell. And I feel like I've been talking myself into Caldwell because I feel like that's what, where they're going. The pulling yeah, in I, connection I, to the Colts. Like, isn't that what you're feeling at this moment? Like, that's where they're... It really does. It feels like Caldwell. It's maybe. been feeling like that for a, a little while, for a few days. I don't think they're going to make that bad of a decision. How bad, really do you, how bad do you think that is, though? That's one of them, like, on a scale of 1 to 10 of disappointment. I mean, that's probably a 1. But... How bad of a coach... His worst season ever was when Peyton Manning got hurt, and they, they did the tank... To get, to get um, uh, Andrew Luck, right? Yeah. Every year he was turning his teams around. Ah, see, I'm talking myself into it. I don't know. I I want Dable like you do. Like we were on Dable before it was cool. Now everybody is all about him. The last two weeks, they've really been about him, and I just, I would really like that to be their pick. I'm with you. I would too. I would love to see like uh, I'd like to see a home run. I'd love to see the uh, hardball. Um, I don't think that's realistic, but you know, I, uh, I wouldn't be upset with that. I don't even entertain uh, the idea of Sean Payton. I know that as soon as he he announced that he's stepping back, he didn't use the word retired. He said he's yeah. stepping back. I mean, he he's obviously going to go into TV because he's signed for a few more years. Like, it would cost the Bears something, and they really don't have that many assets, so. I just have a bad pit in my stomach. It's going to be the Snuffleupagus guy. Eberfluss? Yeah, and bad, what's bad Eberfluss. Why, why don't you like that? Ne- I don't want a defensive coordinator. Like, I do not want a defensive coordinator. No defense, no matter what. And the Packers' defense has been a joke. Like, What if they figure out a way to get a – to get an offensive coordinator. Well, it depends on which one. To go with if Eberfluss is is the head coach. 
Wait, Great. what? So we have an offense for two years if they're really good. Why are you talking about the Packers, coach? though? Like, Eberflus, huh? Eberflus is the coordinator for the Colts. Well, whatever. Either way, we're, I don't know. Yeah, the, 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 well, the Colts have had a decent defense. It's true. But yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Well, here's why we don't want defenses, because it feels like they just, they, they just want to overcorrect. Lovey Smith was the head coach, so then they hired an offensive coach in Tressman, right? John Fox, then they hire Nag. You know, like, yeah, it just, I don't know. It feels... Well, they need to hire the right offensive coach. I mean, it's not, you know, if you hire the bad offensive coordinators, like your sample size of when, bad offensive... When like, have they ever hired the right offensive coach? Like, never. whether it's a coordinator or, you know, what was it, Shoop? Was that his name? Was yeah. that Shoop? John Shoop. I Fuck. remember the Shoop. Like, there, there's never been, like, I've never felt great. Well, it, I was on the Tressman train. I was on the Nagy train at first. I have felt great, but it, it just, it's never worked. I don't know what is wrong being a Chicago Bears uh, enthusiast, you know? Our best offenses were the, were the, were the two brothers. We'll put up a Twitter poll, and if I have to leave the fandom... Who am I thinking of? The brothers. Um, are you thinking of the Turners? Yeah. Ron and Norv? Norm and Josh. Under... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, those no. tall-ass... Josh Turner's like, a singer. For... Norm and... Uh, uh, Ron. Ron Turner. Ron and uh, Norv. Norv. Was it Norv? <laughs> I think it is Norv. I think it's right. And Wanstead was here during that, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you'd get the most like vanilla offensive coordinators who are actually kind of successful. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the best we've ever had, man. Yeah, that says something. I heard Wanstead talking about that the other day on the radio. Uh, Ron, when Ron left, he took the Illinois job, and when he left, like shit just went sour for him. Like it really—that's when the the, the 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 bottom fell out. That's when the tablecloth got pulled. How, what would you say? Yeah, the, the, the cloth got pulled from under them. Yeah, yeah. The rug got pulled from under them. Mhm. It was um, I think it was before Nagy was fired, before the end of the season. I really got into the. Uh, I was getting convinced on the Packers' offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um. He had had time. Hackett had had some. Oh, look, he's a finalist for the Broncos right now. Um, he had had time with like Syracuse back in the day. He was under Doug Marone. I don't know. I just, it, he, he was working with quarterbacks. Like that's kind of what I want. I want a guy who can, after seeing Nagy trying to get the quarterback to conform, I want a guy who can, you know, yeah, who can do the thing. Yeah. Do it all. Oh, I just figured it out. I'm still on emoji only in the chat room. That's why they're only, that's why we're only getting this Al. Because, um, I don't know, 10 minutes ago I put it on him. Oh, yeah, you can't even see what it is. It's just It just tells you the faces. But, yeah. We could have, we could have been having intelligent conversations with our Twitter followers there. If you've robbed them again, Clark. You've, you've taken them. I mean, until Neil Young pulls his music back on Spotify, I will not... Uh, we, we will not have emojis. I'll see what I can do. I, I can go take us off. Nope, Chris came back. That's nice. Uh, Chris is in the Royal Rumble pool, which earlier I had mentioned. I had teased the Royal Rumble a lot of yes, times. Yes. You know? um, 
So we're doing our pool. We won't be able to do the drawing tonight. No. But we'll do it before the rumble. Right now we're up to 18 for each. Yeah. I think 20. I, I added two, uh, oh, you two, two that I had. Okay, good. Yep. So uh, uh, Mr. Scott Cooley has, has uh, announced his entrance I into assume. the rumble. Where's Billy? And uh, Charlie's friend David is in. Okay. So uh, what it is is you have a 1 in 30 chance of winning or in each one. Or if you wanted to buy more than one entrant, uh, you could get a 2. You know, 1 in 15 chance of winning, right? Winner take hey, all. And make sure you... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I shouldn't interrupt you while you're actually giving details. No, why don't you give the details? Uh, you you no, did a no, much no, no, better no, no. job I'm of explaining it. When you, well, went, when you sure. got on the socials, you did a much better job than I did. So yeah, I I'd mean, love to hear you no, explain. You gave it. zero information. You're like, there's a rumble. Well, you want you want to send us money? Good. Like you didn't explain how, or it was it was uh, objectively a failure. Well, you hadn't done like we hadn't discussed it. I'm like, we need to get something out there, uh, you know. But we we can do the drawing either the night of or the night before or something. Well, I, here's what I, I like: if we can't get unfucking believable, this is some bullshit. And right? if you have the Peacock Network, like Comcast gives it to you for free, you can watch the Royal Rumble on Saturday night for free if you already have Peacock. Like it's there. Like right. that's all you have to do. Hey, Sesame, welcome to the show tonight. Hey, Clark, you should probably buy your tickets. We're up to twenty-one, and you you have zero. Okay, uh, I'll put my name in there. So, so then we're at 22. Let's just call it 22. And I might Is buy Lauren a second gonna round. Is going to get too. any? Oh, yeah, she'll get, she'll get them too. I can get them for the kids as well if you need me to. I don't care. Well, I may buy a second one as well too. Uh, but, I mean, let's leave a couple spots open for people if they want in. Mm-hmm. Um, as you were saying. Okay, so every minute and a half, there's 30 people, right? And every two people start you, in the ring. And the these are the Royal the Rumble match. So the event is called the Royal Rumble. And there yeah. are two Royal Rumbles matches. There's a cool. women's and there's a men's. Women and a men's. And each have 30 entrants. 30 entrants. 20 bucks gets you an entrance in each one. 20 bucks, one in each. Go ahead. Or 10 bucks each. So then the Royal Rumble starts. Or we do a drawing, right? We, we pick number, names out of a hat. So we'll be like, all right, Melvin. Melvin has number 19. And then we watch the Royal Rumble. And when number 19 comes out, whoever... Uh, whatever wrestler that is that comes out at 19, Melvin gets that wrestler. And if that wrestler wins, let's say it's Sasha Banks at 19 going to Melvin, and Sasha Banks is the last person standing in the ring and wins the Royal Rumble, Melvin is our champion and gets the $300. Now, if there's a tie, if two wrestlers end up falling at the same time and their feet touch, it's a split. They're going to restart the Rumble. Well, you would think so. Well, not restart it, but restart the last two. So, you don't want to start from the beginning. You don't want to have all 30. That's what I mean. The, the two would restart. But but what yeah. if uh, – we don't know if they would do that. They, they can kind of decide that on their own. What if they said Monday you have to watch these two are going to fight for the belt? Is it still considered a tie? Well, we'd have to put a vote up at that point. I mean, that sounds like some well, serious... Well, we, we, we can decide it now. I think if two finish touching and it goes to black that night, then it's shared. Yeah. And this has only happened like once in like the 20-year history. Has it? Bret Hart. No, no, maybe no. Maybe twice. 
But they ended it. Wilson says it's possible with that. But no, but it didn't end that way because Bad News Brown cheated him out of it, right? No, that was a, that was a battle royal with a trophy where Bad oh, News Brown right. had start with Wasn't that Hart, too? That was Bret Hart as yeah, well? Yeah, that was Bret Hart. What's the yeah. other one with Bret Hart? Bret Hart and Lex Luger, like, touch lay. They, they fall at the exact same time. God, so, so then I think they had to do, like, a three-way going into WrestleMania. To pull that off is so unreal. Like, to time it to where you both actually make sure that you touch. And, yeah. and at least close enough to the same time that the cameras can show it. Sean is saying rock and big show as well. By the way, Sean and his brother, the Bulldogs, man, they want to take this yeah, thing I, down because they put in five each. Ten, ten out of 60. They've got a one in six chance of winning one yeah. of the Rumbles. If they don't, uh, last year they got upset about their picks. Like, yeah, I mean, you screwed them. They were upset. At, it was you. Like, why me? Why are you me? saying me? And these are tag team champs. Like, oh man, fellas, if 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 you don't get your right cards and if you somehow don't win, it's not on me. It's 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 all all on Clark. It's, it's, all it's on Clark. Fuck. All on Clark. <sighs> he's a menace. He's a menace. I mean, he's he already screwed up. Like, trying to figure out how to. The, the, collect payments and so if you want to send us you know hit hit us up in the dms on uh you know at larcher lawrenson on twitter um you know leave leave a comment and uh and we'll get you in you can venmo us you can you know i even do the the chase all of it so i got bad news about our warrior show we're going to Uh oh uh will osprey Ended up beating Brian Cage for the world title last Saturday night. Oh, in, over uh, in South Bend? In South Bend, yeah. But then afterwards, he announced he'll be back again and again and again to keep defending this title, except next month when he's got some business to attend Jesus to in Japan. Right. So there'll be no Will Ospreay. No heavyweight think, title? No heavyweight title. Fuck. I think we will be getting the women's title and the lucha title, so... The Lucha title is their best belt, too. Is it? Yeah. All right. Oh, and the boys are coming. Did you see that? No, I didn't. The Briscoe brothers. Oh, all right. All right. Hell yeah, man. Some, uh, some North Carolina. I'm gonna, I've enjoyed them. I'm going to black, black some teeth out and use some wax. If anybody wants I'm, to join us, look up Warrior Wrestling Cicero Stadium February 12th. And Al and I right now have second row tickets, which... It's general admission for each row, right? Right. Al? So if you if you could still get a hold of second row tickets, they might be sold out actually. I promise you you'd have a good time if you joined Al and I. Yeah, yeah, you could sit with us if we if we uh if if we if it's possible. If you get second row. Um or s- sit anywhere in the stadium. It oh, man. Last time we were in Cicero Stadium, uh, a, a luchador almost took out your pregnant wife. Which you didn't so, know she was pregnant at the time. I had no idea. We weren't Nobody telling anybody. Did. Well, I didn't realize that going first row at the show that we would be, you know, in, in, the, in the flip zone is what, is what it was. Because, you know, Lucha, it, it, there's a lot of flippy going on. It, it's, what, do, what do you call that? The lightweight? Uh, Lucha? No, no, no. Yeah, but, but like in WCW, when, you know, your Dean Malenko and everybody was taking over, the, the, the lightweight, the felterweights, the, the young guys. A lot of flipping going on, and there's not much room when you're at a at an indie show. So right. people are flipping into where the crowd is, and you're having to move move your move your chairs out of the way, or they land yeah, into could, you. 
And I just didn't I, want him to land into Lauren. You know. Yeah, you were you were protecting your wife. That Absolutely. Was, that was Hazel. But we had no idea why. Now we know Hazel appreciates it. She does. Yeah, she does. La Parca was there, or L.A. Park, and uh, and then we had uh, oh, Pentagon um, Junior. Yeah, Pentagon was show. there. It was great. It, it was it was a long show. What I loved about a lucha show, so um, you know, just we would you say like we were ten percent of the white people there, twenty? Yeah, yeah. I'd say 15. And it was a Lucha Libre show, 15. A lot of the announcements we didn't understand. It was in Spanish. It was so much fun. But then (laughs) Lauren got a little upset because every match was like two out of three falls, which, you know. Very very, uh, Lucha style. Very much. Um, It was amazing. But then, like, the biggest heels were just these, uh, like, racist janitors were the biggest heels. It was I don't know. I I just thought it was a blast. I had a great time. Anyway, Warrior Wrestling is not what that is. It just happens to be at the same thing. Uh oh. W. Wilson's bringing up a former uh, a former uh, lucha, the Altimo Dragon, of course. Oh yes, he was here the week. He was here the week you had COVID, but he felt fine. (laughs) We even have a picture with him uh, standing in front of a ring. I I do have a picture there. Oh. In the Cicero Stadium. Yep. Yep. hmm I'm gonna have to throw that one out too. Um I I thought Thunder Rosa was gonna be on the show, but I'm not seeing her now. I had a conversation with somebody the other day where I told them I forget who I was talking to, but I said, if you haven't gone to a live wrestling show with Al Larcher, you you might not have lived. Because honestly, Al, I've had some of the best times of my life. Sometimes it it, it like Sometimes it gets a little awkward feeling almost. Yeah, yeah. But it's the best. Like, you can silence a section, and you can get the whole section behind you. I've also heard you get the entire arena behind you. I was once the loudest voice in the Rosemont Horizon. I used to control the wrestling crowds of the Horizon. I started the Rocky Sucks chant that made him a star. Unreal. Um and also, when you and I were there, when um, uh, the big guy, uh, when when he was not too old, he wasn't like near retirement. Ryback, Ryback, <laughs> but the crowd went silent after he did a move, and he's a younger dude. And you yelled out, "You still got it!" And the whole fucking joint laughed. It was amazing. It was yeah, amazing. that was a that was a great moment. It was. Yep. Anyway. <sighs> That's going to be a fun show. I mean, I'm looking on, like, Twitter and or, or uh, Instagram, and they've announced some names that they don't have on the car, the main card on their uh, okay. on their uh, thing. But, yeah, I mean, you get the Briscoe Brothers versus the uh, Work Horsemen, okay. which are, like, old school, like, you know, like strikers. Those guys are just going to beat the hell out of each other. That's going to be a war. You got a fun match with War Horse versus Dalton Castle. You know, we 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 we've met Dalton Castle in a creepy uh, nightclub once. Yeah, we did uh, in the base, in the basement of some weird bar, and uh, we got a we got a weird picture together with him. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And then you got uh, Santana, Santana and Ortiz uh, versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Okay. Uh, I'm interested to see Santana work on his own. 
I mean, that'll be fun. Lindsay Dorato versus Sam Adonis, Corey Graves' brother. He's the new Lucha champion. He won the title uh, off Artemis. Oh, he in, did? Uh, South End over the weekend. Yeah, Artemis was a great champion. I'm, I'm sad he lost the title. Sam Adonis, I don't understand why he's the, the Lucha champion. I feel like they felt like they had to give him a title because he's kind of like he's been at every show. Like he puts his, he's put his time in. I think he's a candidate for the world title when they have lesser, you know, uh, uh, stars. Yep. Um, but I feel like they wanted to give it to him because honestly, I think Gringo Loco should be the, the Lucha champion. Uh, and Lindsay Dorado, of course, you know, WWE fame. Um, so that's going to be an awesome match. I mean, that's going to be fun. And then you have the acclaimed versus uh, Cage and Casey Navarro. You know, Brian Cage, man, that, the, the roided-up monster that he is. Uh, Casey Navarro can move, man. That guy's got movement in the ring, and he's going up against the acclaimed. You know, uh, hopefully we'll get a rap song coming down to the ring, uh, singing about uh, uh, Sting's a Little Bat. You know, that'll be a fun time. Okay. And then uh, you, you got the four-way match between uh, Zane, Reed, Gringo Loco and uh, Blake Christensen. That's, I mean, dude, that could steal the show easily. All those guys are uh, insane workers and flyers, man. That's gonna that that match is gonna bounce. So, plus I've read, uh, I, I could have sworn Thunder Rosa's on the card, um, and there's no women's match on there, so we're definitely getting something. Okay, maybe Scott. Oh, she's she tends to be a regular. Yeah, I'm excited. And then, and then we know a month later we get Will Ospreay back if we want to go back for March, which I probably can't do. I keep saying that. Not going to go to these damn Why, Saturdays. Why, is it going to be on a Saturday? Yeah, I mean, they announced their schedule. It's all Saturdays. Is it really? Like, through the summer, yeah. Kind of a letdown. Sorry. All right. Bummer, man. You know, I make all my money on Saturday. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you, you've got to work the Saturdays. But we are taking the Saturday off to go to that show on February 12th, right? Correct. All right. Um, yeah, I found it. Hang on just a second, Larger. I did. There it is. Oh, yeah. There we are. That's in the Cicero Stadium. Not you. That's no, no, that's the, the Ultimo Dragon. Dragon. I recognize him. Mm-hmm. Yep. There it is. <sighs> I've got one other thing on my uh on my agenda for uh, agenda for the uh sports attic of January twenty fifth. What was that? One last thing before you get that just looking at that picture, man. Man, Altimo Dragon was looking thin in that picture. What happened to that guy? You last know, time I saw him. Yep, he's all apart, brother. Eh, you know, um, he can always bring that back. Maybe he looks better these days. Who knows? Um, I have a question for you. We have you and I both own the Ninja Foodie, the twelve-in-one deluxe. It's amazing. Highly recommend it. The eight if you're looking court, to... Go ahead. If you're looking to steam, if you're looking to Instapot, if you're looking to slow cook, if you're looking to saute, if you're looking to make anything excellent, the Ninja Foodie is for you. Now, here's my one issue that I've had with the Ninja Foodie. I love it. I can, I can pressure cook things. 
Uh, made the chili again on Sunday. We had uh, we had my sister-in-law over. All of us had just recently gotten over COVID, so we're all hanging out without a care in the world. I made that umami chili that we had talked about a few weeks ago on this show. Dude, did it again. It was well. That that cocoa fish sauce, soy sauce mix, awesome. It's brilliant. Dropping the dropping the the beef juice out at the five minute mark after you, yeah, you saute in it. That's a key. And then bringing that back in, it's oh, it's good. And, and the garlic, you, you follow. The you got to mince the garlic. You got to mince the garlic. You've got to chop the onions. You got to yeah. do it. And uh, I'm finding I, 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 I can do it now. The first time I made it, it didn't go so well, but but now yeah. I've got it. Um, I told you, man, that chili alone is worth the worth the worth the instant. I was able to fit a double batch in it too, which made me really nice. Happy. Yeah, yeah. However. The air fryer part of it. Yeah. I would like a bigger air fryer. I mean, we're am I asking too much here? Like what 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 am I doing? Like because here's the thing. Here's here's a picture of of, of this of this air fryer for those of you guys. Like it it's um it's fine. Yeah, actually, I, I I can't pull the picture up right well, now. Well, maybe you need a separate air fryer. I mean, it's not like, you know, maybe it, you, your demands are more. I don't need that big of an air fryer. It's round. And like today, I went to go heat up, reheat a couple pieces of pizza in a couple squares, right? Yeah. And it can't fit more than like four slices in it, in yeah. the air fryer. I went to go make yeah. bacon in it, and it can't fit that much bacon, like not even enough to feed all four of the family, right? Yeah. So what I – so it's it's circular – you know they sell bigger models too. Sure, absolutely. But I kind of now I wonder should I have gone should I have gotten the pressure cooker and then a separate like the air fryer that are like the size of toaster ovens as well? Sure. Yeah. Like maybe I should have done that to begin with. Or I, like I understand your point. I've definitely had the issue with the reheating pizza where I'm like, yeah, I mean I wish I could squeeze a little more in here. But being a single guy it doesn't matter as much because I could just you know. Yeah, throw another round in while I'm eating my round. Right, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Family, like, yeah. And the bacon, like when I make a BLT, it's enough for one sandwich. It's enough for me. So I understand, like if you have a, a family, yeah, size is an issue with it. But inside the air fryer part, like you have the same exact thing that I do here. I mean, is there a, a rack that I could buy that could hold more bacon on a second level in the air fryer part? Because I know you can do different levels for the Instapot, but that's not what I'm doing right now. Like. I'm, do you get what I mean? Like, if I'm going to air yeah. fry something, can I go ahead and add another, like, another level to the, to the top of it? And, and here's the air fryer that, that that we're discussing, of course. That's the one, the Ninja Foodie. You sold me, and it's great. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just, I'm looking for a little more. Right. I think you need a bigger. I mean, you have a bigger family. You need a bigger unit, or you need to buy. Yeah, go buy the separate air fryer. It's like. You know, you could still use that air fryer. Here's a great example. Like when you make that chili, you leave it in the pot, you spread her some cheddar cheese on top of it, throw it, you know, pop the air fryer on for three minutes, and boom, you just got your cheese melted on top of your chili. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a whole other dimension to it, which is, which is great. Like that's how I would use the air fryer. And then when you want to make bacon or you want to make nuggets or, you know, you want to make mass food, I mean, I understand you probably don't want to use that unit. There's enough. If you have the counter space, that's the issue. Well, it's not going to fit on the counter. That's for sure. It's got to, it's got to go away and then come back up. Yeah. Which is another issue in itself. 
Like you want to be able to have access to these things quick. Maybe I can just get rid of the oven and just put a little stand in there and put the fucking I air fryer. I don't know what an oven. Because I don't know if I'll need an oven if I have a, a bigger air fryer and the fucking Instapot. Like, it's yeah. fine. Like, it'll be great. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm 10 years without an oven. I know. Wow. Are you 10 years in this spot? I think I'm seven years in this spot. Wow. I'm trying to think of the day. Like, I remember the day. That was the day when your dad became convinced that I was a, a homosexual male. Correct. And um, I don't – I still don't understand how that happened, which <laughs> – fine he like, said you were under his window yeah and he uh, he heard you talking about wanting to blow somebody and i'm like number one clark doesn't i told i told my dad I'm like like clark doesn't talk like that like he even like he doesn't he's not he's not a vulgar person to begin with where even if he was homosexual which is fine uh he wouldn't be openly <laughs> discussing he doesn't talk about him and his wife his wife because I married them. I'm pretty sure he's straight. <laughs> I just I don't know, don't know where the signals then. got mixed there. Like, I, I know, like, our parents miss out on things. It was just, it was hilarious. Hilarious how that happened. Yeah, I remember that. He, I got into an argument in a restaurant. That day? We, he, yeah, because he, like, loudly proclaimed you were a homosexual. Wait, why? Like, what was he announcing? Like, was he happy about it? Was he, like, I don't know, is he a hater? No, he was like, you know, your friend Clark's a homosexual. I'm like, I, no, like, that's not true. Like, I, I, that'd be oh. great if he was, but I don't know. Uh, I, I know he is not. Like, you know, well, I know what I know. You know, like, he just bullheaded on it. And, oh, Mr. Larcher. Mr. Yeah. Larcher? Doctor Larcher. Did you ever call him the second? Did you ever call him two? Junior? Yeah, or junior. Junior. Do did you know people who referred to him as Junior? No. Nobody. He, because you know he was Alfred ML. Okay. Like people refer to him as Alfred. Yeah, I, I think I think people have called him Al. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know. I got. I got to have. I got to go have dinner with him sometime soon. Been a while. I don't know. Missed Christmas because of COVID. So. Well, and you and I, we were able to have dinner here a week ago. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's good. I'll hit him up. Maybe. Maybe next Monday. All right. That'll do. Crave the Olive uh, Garden. Did you catch that? Sean said that um, that that was a a good card over there at uh, at Warrior Wrestling. Great card. Nice Mark. to hear Great. from from a, a wrestler who wrestles over in Virginia. So it's nice to hear that this local promotion here is putting on great cards. Yeah, they are. There's we, no question. We know uh, it. Yeah, uh, you know, it's Principal good. Steve uh, is is putting on bangers. Like it's it's legit. My only issue with the with the federation is just there's absolutely no character work. Okay. There's the only promo you get is generally at the end of the show, you know, the big name that they bring in cuts a promo. Yep. It, they had Kate, Casey Navarro one time. I don't think they had a title match that night. So they had Casey Navarro win this uh, necklace, like a golden necklace. Mm-hmm. That's like money in the bank. He could cash it in at any point. They've hardly teased that. He's been back a couple times since. Like you think you would let him cut a promo and be like, I'm just waiting for the moment. Like, 
Yeah, the the only promo they cut last time was they had Principal Steve come in and announce that they were going to South Bend, which pretty much went over like a fart in church because you know really? people don't want them leaving town. Right. <clears throat> and then uh, at the end of the show, Will Ospreay said he was going to wear the title at the Tokyo Dome, which he did. He did? He came out with oh, it? Oh, yeah. He came down with all his belts on, yeah. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. Let me uh, let me check out my list. We should get in. We should get in with Principal Steve and be like, "Look, we'll write the promos." You know, we're, we're two classically trained uh, comedians from the city of Second, and uh, we, we've done hundreds of live performances over the years, and we would be more than happy to help uh, develop and uh curate your stories yep yep um the baseball hall of fame got announced today al what are your opinions on that i think they need to get out of their tight asses and let in some of these roid monkeys (laughs) all the roid guys gotta go they gotta go in yeah they gotta go in yeah me too put them in well and i'm pretty sure that ortiz got caught as well so like and he got elected in I just I I don't quite understand the the sanctity of the Baseball Writers Association when it comes to the Hall of Fame. So they're all old farts. It's it's the dust. It's time to it's time to move on. It's time to let these stop punishing these people. You know, we we saw you know uh, we had to wait for you know, uh, Randy Savage to die before we saw him get into the Hall of Fame. That's I don't true. want this to happen to these guys. Ron Stanley <coughs> passed before no. he got into the Hall? Put Demolition in the Hall of Fame already. How did they not in? put Demolition in the Hall? What? Oh, that was a bunch of, uh, yeah. They they were part of the lawsuit, right? They're part of the lawsuit, right. No, oh, that's horse shit. Put them in. If you're going to put Macho Man in, yeah, put them in. Anyway. My favorite tag team from when I was a kid. Demolition. The the poor man's road warriors. You were all about. The real man's war, road warriors. <laughs> I just remember when I saw them on like Windy City Pro Wrestling. I thought that, um, I thought, let's see, media liked Ortiz, so he's in. Bonds and Clemens were jerks to media. Yeah, that's what is, and it's baseball. It's writers, amazing. It, it's amazing how much the control like that media is just an unchecked uh, unregulated um yeah. there's no checks and balances with the media man if they if they dislike something that narrative is constantly written i mean you look at the, you look at the local media and the mccaskies like the local media hate the mccaskies mccaskies play to the national audience and they don't play to the local mm-hmm. and they deserve a lot of criticism that they get <laughs> but there's there's certainly a bias to to uh, certain organizations in this town, and it, it's silly. Well, <laughs> and right now, yeah, they're not happy with them. It, it's funny uh, the 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 turn that's been made with the Chicago Bulls just in the yeah. last two years. And I mean, they made the changes that that were asked for, and, and it's showing up. It, it's proving to be the right thing. I do. I will say that media today was over. I would say overwhelmingly welcome to the hire. As you said, sure. you you were a seven towards the not so happy about it. 
I would say that overall media was a seven and a half today. Was uh to to the other has, way to the other. Has way. there been a press conference or yes for it? No, I I'm gonna guess the press conference comes once the head coach is hired, right? Oh, maybe. Or maybe there's one tomorrow. I haven't heard if there's an announcement yet. We'll see. Yeah, they might they might wait to do the double whammy. Um, you know, makes the most sense. It also wouldn't hurt getting your new guy out there, especially again if you want to repair the relationship that uh, Ryan Pace kind of destroyed. Because I know he was very hands off with the media. Well, yeah, they were open at the beginning with him, as as uh, Sesame says right there, right? Like they had brought him out, but yeah, then, yeah. But then we never heard from him. I I would right. like that from a general manager. I'd like to hear from him sometimes. I, you don't have to give away everything you're doing and Al I know that that it it's played out for you probably but I really in like the Theo Epstein and and Jed Hoyer way of handling things like they did talk quite often like you heard them speaking a lot but they weren't giving away the whole house and they got to the damn world series do you do you think he's a puppet hire I mean just given the age the experience level no I, um, you think he's going to be able to stand up to the McCaskies? Yeah. And, and own yeah. that position. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause that's my only concern. That's my only concern with it. I do. And, um, you know, I'm not saying like, if you got an old timer in there, like there's definitely more potential for them to stand up for themselves. I'm surprised Napoleon went this route. I'm surprised with the Polian in there that it went this route. And and maybe they made that decision knowing that, right? Like maybe they, they said, well, we can't just go with uh, somebody from the Polian tree, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, it's tough. Yeah. George says he stays out of it. That's what Sesame says right there. Um. The McCaskies admit they don't know by bringing in Polian. George is only a fan. People were wondering if he paid to park, but I, I mean, I was positive I was that, wondering that too. I was positive. He just had somebody driving around because I've driven around there picking somebody up. Like you just drive yeah. around in circles. So somebody else is just driving the car around. There's no doubt. I just, you, 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 I think George kind of looks like your buddy, Andrew. Like if Andrew grew no. up a mustache and got old. Oh no. Like old Andrew. I get, like if you did the age progression on Andrew and added a mustache. I'm t- I'm gonna tell him. Like I'm I telling would say you that. Don't that. tell him that. Why no, not? No, no. We you just said it on a show. I I mean Well he I know he doesn't listen. What so. if what if I cut this show up and then I send it to him? Well, why would you do that? Well, I'm in a thread with him where a buddy of ours in Arizona, he brings up things from the show. In the thread, he's going to bring this up. No, he's not. I, if he's listening, he knows he's not going to. Don't bring he, this up. He, he will bring it up for that reason. He's an instigator. I do like instigators. <laughs> I know you do. It's going to be fine. I don't know. I was flipping through Twitter today, and I think that just caught my eye. And it might have been, it might have been a bias. Like Andrew might have had a picture before it, and I don't know. <laughs> right, 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 right. I the, the same shaped head, perhaps. I, I'll give you that. <laughs> where Where are you going? You're going to look. This is great 
great TV here. Well, now I don't know if uh, what I'm saying is right. Sesame Seed, it's good to have you back in the Twitch stream tonight. Thank you for joining us. So after the show, we're going to be pulling everything off of the Spotify, right? Just cancel that subscription. Till Neil Young comes back. I don't know. Do these guys realize it does nothing by pulling their music? Like, if you're a fan of Neil Young, you're going to already have Neil Young records, or you're going to go find Neil Young. Because you like Neil Young. But if you only kind of care about Neil Young, you're just going to stop listening to Neil Young. And if you've never heard of Neil Young or someone tells you about mm-hmm. Neil Young, you're not going to go seek him out if it's not easy. Yeah. Right? Right. Like Garth Brooks. If, if you told Hazel about Garth Brooks and she's like, I want to hear some, and you pull it up on Spotify, you're probably going to play Brooks Jefferson and uh, she'll never be the same. Well, we actually yesterday <laughs> delivered to our house yesterday was Garth Brooks' Trip Alive. On vinyl. Wow, I just got a uh, I got a, a, a for the record store day John Prine uh, live concert uh, double record. Really? Right, let's see if. Yeah. Oh no, I can't see nope. anything. Uh, uh, My phone's broken. No, yeah. Oh, I kind of see a record, and I kind of see a, a guy who looks like Garth Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close enough. Yeah, it's fine. Um, triple live. It's, uh, so it's three albums and there were song names on there that I don't know yet. I haven't, I haven't given it, I haven't given it a first play yet. You're going to crank up the beaches of Cheyenne. Oh yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Get out of here. No, you're not a fan. On the beaches of Cheyenne. No. From the phone booth in Cheyenne. Yeah. Go to there. He made us. <laughs> this is pretty much no. It's Screw a, the beaches of Cheyenne. It's a good it. song. It's a good song. What's your favorite Garth Brooks song? Honky Tonk uh, Bar Association. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know. My favorite Garth Brooks song. Probably I'm, Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Oh, old. that's a good one. God, that's a good one. That's up there. Yeah. I was thinking that summer. Okay. I really like that song. That song's about a pedophile. Eh, I think he was probably eighteen. I I believe I he was eighteen. So. I believe he was eighteen in that. I, in that summer, I feel like he is getting molested by that elderly. I woman. think he was eighteen. He just came home from college. He was eighteen. She was older. Uh, He's standing outside the fires, pretty darn good. Um, hang on. The red stroke. Oh, Sean. Oh, the red stroke. That's what That's I'm here bad. for. Some, sometimes you need a you need a base. You know. Okay. You okay. Wait. Wait. Just set up. I went to work for her that summer. A teenage kid. Yeah. Eighteen. So eighteen. Teenage. Teenage. She was 18, a lonely, 19. widowed woman. Right. Elbent to make that it summer, around. meaning he was home from college that summer. He never says that college. Yeah, but I came home that, that uh, summer. Come on. It's no, I went to work for her that summer, a teenage yeah. kid so far from home. Right, right. Yeah, yeah he's, it's like uh, sixth grade. He's going to work the farm no. and earn a yeah, living. Yeah, the it's farm like outside camp. of the college town. He's far from home. He's at the college town. I went to work for her just outside of the college town. She came he's to at me least one 19. a hot cup of coffee and a smile. Yeah, And a dress that I was certain yes. she hadn't worn in quite a while. Get out of here. There All was right. a difference in her laughter 
a softness in her eyes, and on the air there was a hunger. Even a boy can a, recognize. A boy. Not a man, a boy oh, can and recognize. How many times do I call 25-year-olds kids? All the time. Get out of here. Yeah, but he's narrating the story, and it's a boy who's at home and went to work for her that summer. A teenage kid. So the terms he's used so far, a teenage kid. Shut up, Sean. Shut up, Sean. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean that. But no, he. It's not. It's he's obviously home from college. And then listen to this. This is clearly post-traumatic Bullshit. stress. <laughs> I often think about that summer, the right. sweat, the moonlight, and the lace. Yes. And I have rarely held another when I haven't seen her face. A rape is rapist's face. No. And every he, time I pass this a beautiful woman when he was a nineteen-year-old kid, deflowered as a nineteen-year-old by yeah, a no, by a mature crazy. woman. It's that fine. Is, that is that is the hot math teacher in the high school on the news. Who, uh, this this is bullshit. I am being I, I am being attacked. I am being wrongfully attacked, and I disagree. What about you? With uh, much too young to feel this damn old. You're you're ageist. I'm not an ageist. I'm just like I'm not supporting uh, pedophilia in my I, country. So I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't. Support I mean, pedophilia I, I barely either. stand by David Allen Coe at this point. Yeah, it's tough. I don't support pedophilia in country songs either. But that was not. He, I guarantee a 19 year old. Yep. Uh, unanswered prayers. Big fan. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, when you and I and Lauren and Patrick and Eric went to Garth Brooks' return on September yeah. 5th, I believe, 2014, less than a week before my – less than a week. Was that the first one? What's that say right there? Four? It was the That's fourth. Uh, September 4th, 5th, and 6th. Ten 11, days. 12, 13th, we went 14th. on the fourth. We went on the first day of that. Ten days before I, before we got married. That was your gift to us, was the tickets to that concert. His first show back in 15 years, something wow. like that. Um, when we went to that show, uh, that was absolutely, uh, that was phenomenal. And uh, when he sang Unanswered Prayers, I cried. Oh, like, yeah. I were fucking way cried. I got an erection. Fair enough. Uh, and then uh, Colin Baton Rouge. You cried for Colin Baton Rouge? No, too. I'm a fan of that. But you brought up American oh, Honky I, Tonk Everyone Bar. loves Colin Baton Rouge. I love American Honky Tonk Bar Association. Hello, Samantha, dear. I hope you're feeling fine. Pop. Won't be long till ro- I'm with you all the time. Until then, I spend my money up right down to up my, right down to my last hand and dimes. Oh, rodeo. Oh, rodeo! It ain't no women, flesh and blood. The damned old rodeo. And I like, uh, I like, uh, what's it called? Is it the ride or? Um, rodeo. We're all here because he's not all there tonight. What song is that? Oh, um, I don't know. That's another horse. That's another rodeo. Because we're not all there tonight. Yep. Uh, not counting you. Not counting you, yeah. And then I've always been... Wilson uh, for Life uh, drove to Kansas City to see him when he did his first two show. Two of a kind working on a full house. The Fever. Thank you, brother. Now that is it. Nice catch. Two pina coladas. 
Oh, uh, uh, two of a kind working on a full house is one of my favorites. Top five. Yeah. B double E double R U N. I see. I think that is a Todd a Todd Snyder song. Okay, because he and George Jit did it together, right? Yeah, yeah. There's little George Jones in there. Wow. Man, I wish I could listen to some Garth Brooks. My Mikey on the song earlier. When you were explaining that summer. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, it's a song. It is a song. This is where yeah, the it, show it, has it, really turned into. It belongs into. on Fet Life, too. What was your favorite Chris Gaines song? The one that was like uh, like the Beatles song. like the uh, You know what I'm talking about? No. I, wasn't there only I one that did anything for anything? Hang on. Yeah, there was like a... He song like you know like uh, uh, a song about like everyone get coming together, come together. I think it was come together. No, or come together. Did Chris right Gaines? Now. No, Chris Gaines never did that, right? Over me, we all got them. We got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty. I sure thought it was Chris lost Gaines. in you. I'm trying to find a, the the damn album track listing. This is this is where the uh, the copyrights are gonna. You go. can't find anything because this damn guy is uh, so protective of his music. Nobody can hear it. Can you imagine that? You, you make all this great music and no one can hear it. No, no, that's not it. No, I got the CD somewhere. Do you really? I had the CD too. Oh, definitely. That's amazing. Yeah, I got that in storage somewhere. Chris Gaines, man. What a what a horrible idea. Yeah. That'll happen though, right? Right. Chris Gaines was supposed to be a movie character and that album that he released as Chris Gaines was supposed to be the greatest hits. And each song off of that album right. were supposed to have come off of albums from before. Like he, you know, marketing major, Troyal Garth Brooks, uh, which is part of why Garth Brooks was who he was, but thought that he could create this new character of Chris Gaines. Whew. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, the idea is impressive. There's no doubt about it. I don't even remember any of these songs. That's the way I remember it. Lost in you, snow in July, drifting away, wave the girl, unsigned letter. It doesn't matter to the sun. That was probably the hit. Right now, that's what I'm thinking of. Right now. Uh, Main Street, white flag, digging in gold, maybe, and my love tells me so. Yeah. Yeah, you can't find these songs. You can't even find Chris Gaines. That's what catches me off guard. That's when, well, when you control everything of yours, you can uh, block everything of yours. You know, like you 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 tell the story. Pour one out for the the late great Chris Gaines. Maybe by next week we'll play Chris Gaines. Do you recall when uh, Garth Brooks hosted Saturday Night Live and Chris Gaines was a musical guest? 
Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, meta. Super Meta. Chris Gaines. Sesame Speed wants to know if uh, he should make the jump PS to Xbox. Man, I, I think Xbox is a better adult system. I don't know how old you are, but I, I mean, I just feel like it's more mature. And uh, they, they've gotten a lot better with the licensing. And the Game Pass is absolutely amazing. Like, straight up amazing. It's everything I ever wanted as a kid. Um, I find myself over the last, like, two years, I kept buying games a week. Yeah. And every time I would buy a game, I would find it on Game Pass, like, you know, two months later. So I've stopped buying games because I know it's going to be there. Uh, the games I want. Um, it, 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 there's so many damn games, so many to choose from. You know, there's throwbacks. You can get, like, the Fable series. Or, uh, you know, EA is now partnered with them, so all the EA games. You know, if you want to play golf, you can go get an old golf game. Um, yeah, Xbox Xbox is just, like, PlayStation is always a little more popular. The kids, it's, it's in more demand. But I feel like the adults all gravitate towards Xbox. I think the licensing is finally coming around. I have the newest one. I think that's the X. I don't know. I had to drive around for days to find it. I didn't get it until like a February, but um, yeah, I got the new one. Nice. It's a beaut. It's a beaut, man. Sounds like it. I bought a game yesterday. It kind of sucks. You just you're building up. Uh, you're building up a uh, mercenary company, but like it, which sounds fun, except everyone is just little figures. It's like chess pieces. There's a lot of just those moving around and. You know, you got to escort. Someone hires you to escort, the, you know, uh, their goods from one town to another, and things jump you. It's all, like, literally nice talk. the worst You're out graphics. In the so long, blog talk. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And Bethesda was making my favorite games for a long time. You know, those, the Fallout and uh, aren't they uh, Elder Scroll as well? With a, uh, yeah, Skyrim was amazing. Skyrim was a great game. You know, I, 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 I lean more towards the Fallout world. I like Fallout a lot. Like I even have a hoodie. But, uh, yeah, Skyrim was the game I played. I, I keep, like, downloading that. I play it, like, once a year. Like, last time I played it, I was one of the thieving cats. You just go around and steal things, Clark. It's great. Breaking the houses. Is this how you decided to... Uh, oh, the Bears officially announced it 59 minutes ago. We have hired Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel, Ryan Poles, as our general manager. Welcome, in parentheses, back to Chicago, Ryan. hey Where did they draft him? I think he was an undrafted free agent. I don't think he actually played for the Bears, but he, we are, he was a Bear for a We are thrilled to be able to add someone of Ryan's background and football expertise to our organization, said Bears chairman George H. McCaskey. His accomplishments with the Chiefs speak for themselves and amplified the teams as one of the premier franchises in professional sports. We are confident that under his leadership, we will reach our goal of bringing a Super Bowl championship to Chicago. Boston College, that's what we see, Dad. He came from Boston College. Yeah. I mean, a smart dude. You know, he played that. I mean, that excites me about him, the fact that he actually played football. Yeah. 
I mean, how many GMs uh, besides like the big name guys? A lot of them are just you know pencil neck geeks. You know, because you, know, you got John Lynch out there, and uh, uh, I think is Peyton Manning. Elway, I know is is a uh, GM. I think is Peyton Manning a GM is anywhere? Always, no, Peyton Manning's uh, just doing that Manning cast on ESPN. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it, it's cool that he's a former player. Like that gets me excited. Yeah. Even even if it was preseason only. Yep. Buddy. So we should sell out tomorrow. We should finish um the draft or the uh the Royal Rumble should be sold out by tomorrow. Mhm. Um what we'll do is <laughs> if we can't if we can't get together, you'll do a drawing and I'll do a drawing. You know, you'll do the men's or I'll do the women's or you do the women's, I'll do the men's. Right. And uh we'll each film one drawing each. Um unless we unless we can find a way to get together, which I don't think is gonna happen. No. Um no, that'll work. Yeah. You'll do you'll do one, I'll do the other. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. I'll take the uh I'll take the women's. All right, I'll do the men's and then uh uh maybe let's do a uh a, a group chat. Maybe through Facebook or <laughs> I mean, I plan, on, I plan on trying to log on to do it if I can. I mean, I want to record it. I want people no, no, to... I'm talking about for the actual rumble. Oh. Maybe we'll get a chat. A yeah, chat yeah, let's get a chat going doing it. that. Yeah, like, I don't know. We can either log into the Twitch or log into the uh, the Facebook. We could do both. Whatever it is. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, that sounds good. Well, um, hang on. I just wanted to, um, before we roll, I, I, I definitely wanted to share this little bit of excellence um, uh, here. As we hey, are. hey, what's up? Great show, great show so far, God. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm sorry the pimp chat got cut. Oh, I sweat it, man. I'll do it next week, man. I'm just going to say goodnight tonight. Oh, cool. Hey, man, I remember that concert you did in uh, Central Park, man. It was on HBO, man. I was clicking through the channels, and I saw it. It was nice. Oh, thanks, dude. It was fun. Don McLean, Billy Joe. It was cool. Hey, th- why you didn't have the OJs on? I mean, they legends. Um, yeah, hey, maybe next time. Thanks, Trey. Hey, Joe, don't shine me on. I'm talking about the OJs, baby. They're better than that guy you got this week. Talking about Chris Gaines? Yeah, that lame-ass trick. <laughs> he don't show up to be hurt. Cutting around here in that crazy-ass suit, man. Who do you think he is? Like, I don't need to hear him seen it. No, I don't like it. I just think he's bizarre. <laughs> real dude. You be fixing your transmissions and everything, man. That dude is fruit of cake, man. Sweet like bear meat. <laughs> there ain't nothing sweet about me and you, Garth. I mean, we sugar-free. Well, I don't think the guys like that. Now, I heard the crew making fun of him, and they say that Chris Gaines is batting both ways. Am I right? Chris, can I talk to Chris a second? Yeah, hold on. I'm telling you, Gene, Chris Gaines is a weedy, beady, bing, bong freak. I just need, I need you for one second. Hold up, hold up. Do you think Chris Gaines is smoking meat cigars? <laughs> Chris, it'll take one minute. Just one minute. Can't you see? I'm talking to the host. Go get me a soda, bitch. Okay. 
I'm telling you, if I was your role manager, man, I'd drop Chris Gaines like a hot plate, man. This is SNL the 25th year. I mean, you should have been with Barry White. You should have hired him, kid. You get into a fight, Barry White going to back you up. Chris Gaines, the first time he see a knife, he's going to skate on you. He's not going to skate on me, man. A man, he's soft, man. The dude is chicken. And he's fat, too. What? Huh? He's fat. You can see the gut through that outfit, man. If you were that big, they'd be calling you Girth Brooks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got this soup can with you tonight, man. You should have booked Willie Nelson. Hold on, hold on. You like Willie Nelson? He smoked weed, right? That's what I'm talking about, man. Chris Gaines ain't live, man. His insides are pink. Here's your soda. Thanks. Garth, then you drew on stage. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Garth. Chris, I hate to tell you this. I know, I know. Garth is Chris Gaines. You really think I'm stupid, don't you? I mean, did you hear the album? No. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy, man. I just can't believe he did that album. These are strange times, Holmes. Lauren, you, you don't have to do that. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.